Hi, friends. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. This is a regular episode. Yes, it is. We have missed you all week. It felt weird to not make a mini. But it also felt kind of like a relief, you know? Yeah, I hated that it felt like that because like midway through the week, I had like a panicked moment. (laughs) Yeah. Did you have this? Like Friday morning, I was like, oh crap, did I put it up? And then I remembered... We went to one a week. We went to one a week. So here we are. Um, but before we get into anything else, you know, life updatey or whatever, um, that is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Heck to the yes. And that's Leanne from Spice Plans. Hey, y'all. And we have missed you this week. Not making a mini soda was odd, but um, life updates. Uh, do yeah. you have anything going on? Like you have been hardcore packing for Go Wild all week. So. Yeah. Hardcore packing for go wild. Um, we've acquired another Guinea pig. I don't know if I talked about that before. You did. And you said you weren't going to get him. And then the very like next hour I get a picture of this Guinea pig. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. It was so sad. I'll tell the story. Um, my, okay. My brother's fiance's family had this Guinea pig and his cage was like wedged in their laundry room between their washer and dryer. The, okay. My brother's fiance's uh, sister's child got this guinea pig and now she's 18 and she has her own car and whatever. She doesn't want it anymore, basically. And so it has just been sitting there and like the grandmother of this family has been taking care of it. And it has just had a really sad little life. And he's so cute. He looks like Norman from secret life of pets. If any of you are familiar. Um, and that's what we actually decided on calling him. So uh, he does not like our guinea pig, nor does our guinea pig like him back. So we're, we're trying to do that, but they might just be roommates in a two bedroom condo. <laughs> so we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. I guess maybe they should have their own space, but like you did send me that picture, like Brian made us at like, he, he kind of separated their space, didn't he? So that he they did, could- and they can still touch noses and smell each other through there, but I guess male guinea pigs and we're learning too because we just kind of jumped into this situation without a ton of information but we're learning that male guinea pigs if you put them together and they don't get along they will kill each other yeah that's what I read when I when we were getting guinea pigs um, yes exactly so this I don't know how this became like guinea pig corner um, <laughs> guinea pig corner. <laughs> but I'll tell you this there are people on our show that like it I mean that listen to our show that like it because oh good I have several people that come in and talk about guinea pigs in my dms so that's fine um, <laughs> perfect and the ducks are doing good I am packing for go wild I have oh my gosh all the car stuff to prep I was telling Leanne I was like I gotta go do all of this car bs but Brian did take something off my plate he is gonna go to the dmv so that was nice um, well, it's nice for him to do that. It is. It's nice of him to take that on because he knows how busy I am. Well, I hate going to the DMV. Me too. And he was like, well, I'm not doing anything. I can just go. And he has some other paperwork he needs to take care of there anyway. And so we decided it was just best for him to go. And the other thing I have to shout him out also, because <clears throat> I know that it should be this way in every relationship, but I also know that it's not. Like he has no qualms about me leaving for three days and him being with the kids. And he is so excited for me and like telling me I should take the GoPro to vlog instead of my camera and just so incredibly supportive of my goals and dreams and hobbies. I just could not ask for a better partner in that regard. Well, he is definitely, um, a diamond in the rough. Let me just, I'm telling you guys go after the software developers. 
if you're a young woman listening to this and you're in college, go after the kids that are playing video games in their dorm and not out at the club. I'm telling you that is where your husband material is. If you can tolerate video games, but you don't even have to like that gets you a little bit of a like mental break where you don't have to entertain them the whole time, you know? Yes, I know. But I will say that my life with my, with Andy, uh huh, was he would come home from work and play video games all night. So like, yeah, yeah, I guess it's a good and a bad thing. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. You got one that is not like that. Well, he can be, he does definitely like go in the zone, but you know, he's also like very aware of his role in our family and being an active parent and that being a dad doesn't mean babysitting. (laughs) Well, and then, so one of the things, you know, staying in life updates, um, Mm -hmm. you know, over the past week that I have been noticing is that like, there's things about Jamie that I really miss. Um, especially now that I am on the apps and I'm dating again. Yes. Um, because like Jamie didn't have any hobbies. Okay. Okay. Like he started skating like a little while after we started dating but he did that when he was a child, his dad had owned the skating rink. Mm-hmm. So it made sense to me. Right. You know, so that wasn't like, so yes, I mean, he had that one thing, but like he wasn't into sports. Right. So he wasn't a guy who like always had to have a game on mm-hmm. and he wasn't, um, into video games. Mm-hmm. So it was like, so weird to find someone that was just kind of like, he didn't really have anything. Like I didn't have any like weird hobbies to adapt to or tolerate or give him time for. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like now when I'm getting to know all these new people and, you know, they're telling me like, well, I really like basketball, baseball, softball, hockey, and soccer. You know, it's like, yeah. Okay. um, I get it. You like sports. You are such a man. Um, (laughs) It's so unique that you're a guy and you like sports. How are you? (laughs) Seriously. Some of the stuff I, this is what, this is another thing that I'm learning and it's not just white guys, but it really does run stronger in that group. Okay. They believe themselves to be these unique unicorns. Oh no. <laughs> okay. And really they're just like everybody else. Yeah. Okay? That's like, so like they come that's like and- that TikTok I sent you. <laughs> you see me dating a medium attractive white guy. <laughs> Like they come into my DMs and they're like, well, I just have to let you know, I'm very sexual. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You and every other dude on this app, like the ones that aren't, aren't here. So like, what, like, that's not special are like telling me which specific things that they like to do during adult cuddle time. That is like, oh my gosh, alert the media. You like that? What? I've never heard that one before. Really? You like that? Do other men know about that? You should tell I should them. tell all the women. You should tell them. Oh my gosh. Because all of us love doing all of that stuff for <laughs> you. And we finally found this one man who likes it. What? So. Oh my gosh. I have to know what? if if lesbian dating apps or, you know, other couple arrangements are the same. Like, is there like a standard thing that people are like, everyone says that they like that makes them feel unique. I have got to know. Well, I don't know, but they do really like feel like they have to explain. I have a really high sex drive. I'm like, okay, <laughs> um, 
you also have testosterone coursing throughout your body. <laughs> well, it's just, they act like that's some kind of like, Hey, let me just tell you what's different about me from other people. Okay. You're just going to have to get used to this. Oh my goodness. You know, well, we it, almost went into a after dark episode. With that. Yes. But that has been my experience is that they all truly do think that they're the only one and that them telling me this, like, Oh my gosh, you do. <gasps> Oh, so many of the guys that I have met recently are really not sexual and hate it. I'm so interested in you because you like it. Um, it is just, it's very, it's very funny. Um, but I do kind of miss like when I listen to them talk about their hobbies and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's like, um, I think that stuff's kind of (laughs) dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's like I also remember that I'm not really looking to have a boyfriend, so I don't need to be all that accepting of their hobbies because I don't need to be around them. Um, right. So, and that's been cool. Also, as I've been watching some of our like reality shows, uh-huh. like Married at First Sight, when they're talking, yes. um, you know, and they're talking about red flags and relationships. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, you don't have to look for red flags if you're not trying to be in a relationship. Well, that's true. That's you true. Know? So, but I do have one. Okay. What is it? I do have one person that I am excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I'm really ready to like talk about it, but we have a date tonight and I'm very excited. So yeah, been an interesting week. I've had the kids this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there hasn't really been a lot of like dating, but just chatting, you know, just t- talking to people. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yes. But anyway, life is oh, good. Right? I'm having and I went on a date too. Speaking you of did? Dates. Yeah, we went to this. Okay, so he, I, he, okay, he is a little, like, he's, he's intro into, like, uh, interesting hobbies. Anyway, so we really like these electric scooter things that Leanne has seen and ridden on and stuff. And he's in a Facebook group for those things. And they had a nighttime meetup. And we went to this, like, nighttime scooter ride thing that was, like, right down by the river with, like, all the downtown lights. It was actually pretty cool. And, like, they ended the scooter ride at a pub, which was kind of fun, too. You sent me pictures that was so pretty. Yeah, and so that was, like, our first time getting out and, like, being with a big group. And it was actually really fun. And it was totally safe. Like, they basically kept it. There's a lot of, like, bike paths down by the river. And so there were basically no cars at all. So we didn't really have to worry about that in the dark either, which was really nice. Oh, well, that sounds kind of like a romantic date. Yeah, it was. We did have Harrison with us. So it was like a date plus one, but. (laughs) Well, now you just wrecked it. No, it was fine. I mean, he was, he was having a good time, but it was nice to like get out and be with other people. And it was kind of cool to see like Brian being with his other little, like, I hesitate to call them nerdy friends because I know he would dislike that, but his little friends that are interested in the same hobby that he is. So, um. Did, was Delilah at your mom's? She was. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going really well then. That is going well. And she's been bike riding over there and we're going to start having her bike ride over to my aunt's, which is just down the road from my mom's Ooh, yeah. a new location. Yes. And she's going to get a sewing lesson there because I think that every adult at least needs to know how to sew on a button before you go out into the world. That's just my thought. Yeah. I do know how to sew on a button. Yes. Everybody needs to know how to do that because I mean, I guess in today's world of fast fashion, you don't really have to, but it's kind of a shame to throw away a good pair of pants just because the button fell off or a shirt or something. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I bought something that really had a button on it. Oh yeah. A button up shirt. Have you, do you buy those? No. Mm-mm. Oh, well, all right. Then. Oh, and I buy I think, jeans with a button on them, but then I can't stand anything with a collar. 
Oh, that's true. I know you were telling me even a t-shirt, right? Bob yeah, like asked. don't don't come up around my neck like that. Like, no. <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah, I get upset by that. So, well, it sounds like your life is really great right now. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, obviously there's always stuff going on, but you know, with go wild preparation, that's exciting. Um, I hate that this whole week for you is going to be like car stuff, but you know, I only have three things left on the list, so it's not going to be too bad. I have to get the oil changed. Brian's going to do the DMV tags and then I have to get it. The tires aligned and rotated, whatever that means. Okay. So, and because I've already got the spare tire. So if we blow a tire, I have one and AAA will just come put it on for us. Oh, um, and, and I activated AAA. So we're set. Okay. All right. So we are ready for a road trip. We are. I'm so um, excited. I know. Well, I haven't started doing anything. Well, um, that's, that's your style though, that you'll do it the night before and you'll be fine. And you only have to pack for three days. It's not like you're packing for a ton of time. Well, and I mean, honestly, like I have, you know, 10 pairs of black leggings mm-hmm. and like 10 tops and cardigans. Like it's not, my wardrobe is not going to be like, I know that you're like kind of planning outfits and like have cute stuff, but that's just not really, I don't know. I want to be comfortable. That's what I'm most concerned about. I don't, oh, yeah. yeah like, I want to be warm enough inside. Cause I know that sometimes air conditioners can get, can get strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I'm excited to bring my bathing suit Yes. I'm bringing two bikinis. So excited to get in the pool. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, um, maybe one thing so that if we go out to like a nice dinner, I can have something a little fancy. Right. And we are planning that we're planning, uh, like a group date with Gabe and Katie V and Kelly from the salty mama planner co. Yes. And if you're listening and you're going to go wild and you feel, um, orphaned or alone, um, find us because you know, I've, I really, I know that there are people that are just going by themselves. We've actually had people in some of our, um, like some of my zoom planner meetups that I've had in the past people mm-hmm. said we're going. So I need to get back in my DMS and see if I can find them. Yes. I'm totally there with you. And that's a good transition because if you live in the Anaheim area and you're not going to the conference, we are going to host a spice chaos meetup on that Friday. So that would be the fourth. Friday the 4th at 1 p.m. at the Hilton Anaheim. So come see us if you're in the area. Yes. Yes. If Even if you're not going to the conference. Um, yeah. Because you can walk into a hotel lobby and hang out. Um, yes. And this, um, um, yeah, that's, what did we say? Friday at 1 in the Hilton. That's right. Yes. Friday the 4th at 1 in the Hilton. Yes. So, you know, come and see us, even if you're not like going wild. Yes. Um, and I'm sure we'll have like, you know, you can get coffee and hang out and all the yeah I'm so excited just to meet people and talk to people me too I really am too um I really hope that everything is as professional as it has been in years past shall we say yes yes I feel the same yes um so let's talk about planners yeah let's do it (laughs) um yeah the happy planner has a new release uh the preview I think what when does it go live that you can buy this stuff so the full release goes live on Tuesday the 22nd so the 222 Tuesday okay so tomorrow when you guys are listening to this it will be tomorrow yes and friendly reminder and shameless self-promotion please use my affiliate link when you shop (laughs) yeah um okay uh so that goes live on Tuesday and the preview is up now and all the squad videos are up 
and whatever videos I have put up are also up. Okay. So there's definitely, you can go out there and find, you know, you can go look at this stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've already made my wish list. Yeah. So, well, this is going to be another episode of, we talk about this release while spiced plans browses because I, <laughs> I haven't, I mean, like I've looked at it. Um, I saw, you know what I looked at? I looked at the Alice in Wonderland. Yes, that is, I, okay. So for someone like me who is so over the Disney releases, I know that there are some of y'all out there who love everything Disney and you're so excited to have it in your planners. And I am not here to yuck your yum. So don't, don't think that, but I was over it for a while. But when I saw Alice in Wonderland, I was like, that will be mine. Well, there's a really pretty one that is vertical and the pages are basically neutral, except that there's like some cute stuff that like runs along the edges where the discs like go in. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's pretty like, I mean, it's Alice and it's obviously the Alice from what was it like the forties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, the dividers are just pretty. And that's always been, I was always way more into Alice than I was the princesses. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie just fascinated me when I was growing up. Well, totally. And it has that element of just like quirky weirdness. And I think even for us, as we've gotten older, like the Alice thing is like the merging of Disney and like the literary world, you know? So it's kind of like piqued our interest. Yeah. And I did read Alice in Wonderland. Um, and what was it? Alice through the looking glass. I read those a long time ago, like when I was in college and I was trying to read classics and, um, and I really did like them. And I liked the Johnny Depp, Alice in Wonderland, oh, and Burton. Yes, that um, was incredible. I loved that so much. Um, I loved Helena Bonham Carter and just, oh, yeah. just so many things about that movie were good. I saw the second one, Alice in the Looking Glass, and I don't remember liking it as much. I think they were both really well done. Like, I think, I don't think they could have picked a better cast for that movie, to be honest. No, I agree with that. Like wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. But I do love Alice. I have a special place in my heart for Alice. So I might pick up some of that. Um, yeah. And then I like these ones. I, I like the ones that have, okay, so this one has like lemons on it, which I think is cute. Yeah, um, that one is cute. The one that I really horizontal. like, is, there's a farmhouse one. I forget what they're calling it, but it's that planner will be mine. <laughs> Farmhouse. Uh, what are they calling it? Okay. Now, now you're making Heartland. 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 That's the one. Yes. Oh and my. so what I'm going to do is I'm keeping my neutral dashboard, but because that one is also neutral on the monthly, all I have to do is change out the monthly divider and it will fit perfectly and match. Well, yeah, I can see that. Yep. So that's what I'm going to do. Well, I am really excited that you like that. And I like that there's another one that's like a bright one. I forget what that one's called, like fun colors, something like that. It's got like black and white polka dots. And then the rest of the cover is bright. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm actually looking at them all right now. Um, Okay. So we have like farmhouse and now heartland Mm -hmm. and then homebody. All of it looks the same. I don't think so. See, I think homebody is like more florally and I think farmhouse is more like neutral and like Joanna Gaines, less florally. Okay. Cause I'm trying to look at this one that you like. I like the cover. Mm-hmm. The cover is pretty. I love the dividers that black and white, um, plaid is what got me. Oh yeah. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty planner. I mean, it's not really my style. 
Sure. Um, but then I tried to be into homebody and couldn't. And <laughs> yeah. Was not. I've never been into that farmhouse. That's just not really my aesthetic. Right. I really do need color in my life to keep myself from getting like depressed. <laughs> did you see? So the one that made me think of you from this release is the fresh botanicals. Did you see that? Um, no, I'm looking at one right now. That's got daisies on it. That is so cute. Oh, yeah, there's it looks like pressed florals almost. Oh, except no, no. It looks like pressed florals and botanicals together. It's really pretty. Okay. Let me, <gasps> some of these are so pretty that have been out forever too. Like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one that I was talking about is, bo- it's called Bold and Bright. That's the one. Okay. Um, the one that you like for me? No, that was, for, that was for me. <laughs> the one that oh. you, that I like for you is called Fresh Botanicals. Fresh Botanicals. Okay. So Fresh Botanicals looks like. Pressed florals. Dark florals. Oh, you think so? I think it looks like um, pressed florals and the botanicals, dark florals thing together. Yeah. And do you remember there was one, there was a sticker book? Yeah that everybody thought was going to be like a unicorn mm-hmm. and then Joanne ended up having like thousands of them. And now you can get them anytime, but what was it called? Was it botanicals? It might've been, I think it was botanicals and dark florals and something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cause this one here, this fresh botanicals looks like one that they've made before. Mm-hmm. Another and then, thing? Oh, go ahead. I didn't <laughs> love the teeny florals. I don't love that one either. The only thing I like from that line is the black, um, tote thing that's has teeny florals on the inside. Okay. Let me look at this dashboard. Oh, it's a short checklist dashboard, but it's (gasps) all they make, but it doesn't, but it doesn't have any shaded boxes. Nope. I don't think they do that anymore. Marielle specifically talked about that in the live. She's like, don't worry. We're not shading the boxes. (laughs) Wow. I kind of love this dashboard on this one. Is that the teeny florals? Oh yeah. That one is cute. It's making me wish that I had a dashboard planner. Oh, you know how I feel about the dashboard planner. I know. Just let me stop. (laughs) Um, And then the other thing we have to talk about with this release is they're going to do a mega, two mega value pack stickers. One is all colorful boxes. Shut up. A hundred sheets of colorful boxes. And another one is like planner essentials. You better shut your beautiful mouth. (laughs) (laughs) so those are those are the thing and then there is some controversy with some of this is there you mean there's controversy in a happy planner release yes (laughs) yes happy planner and controversy go hand in hand so let's hear about it this time what's happening okay so uh they have a line called the work plus life line very neutral Mm mm-hmm very neutral. The binder thing is pretty cool, but a lot of their products are giving fancy plans, co cloth, paper, neutral shops that they are cloth and paper, excuse me. Um, the neutral shops that we've had out here and know and love it's okay. giving that aesthetic. Okay. Um, at least that's what is being said in the planner streets. Okay. I can see that. I'm looking at it right now. I can see that. I can also see from a marketing and business perspective, they knew that they didn't have anything neutral, especially sticker wise that was in their line. And I feel like happy planner is one of those brands, especially once they, you know, became purchased by a larger corporation that they try to do it all. They have the double coil, this release too, for all of our coiled friends. Um, and they knew they didn't have anything neutral. And so they added this 
The problem that I have with it is that it really borrows a lot from the aesthetics of smaller shops. And I feel like they could have done something neutral that also had the happy planner aesthetic. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm telling you, it gives me like real cloth and paper vibes. It really does. It um, really does. Especially when you throw in that like peachy kind of pink. Yeah. And the white and the black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not great. So no. I, I feel as always that I will continue to use my happy planners, but when there is something that they produce or create or whatever that I feel is problematic or whatever, I feel like I will address that. So that's how I feel about it. If you don't feel the same, that's okay. Well, and I also won't be buying that stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at these twin loops, not this, this is taking away from, uh, listen, this, this is not okay. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Um, but it does look very suspicious with a little sus. Yeah, it is. Um, so we'll leave it at that and we'll see how it unfolds and maybe we'll talk more about it later. Um, I will be buying one of those like work plus life planners because I want one of the covers that I want to try with my discs, but other than that, I will be not purchasing the stickers. I don't know if that matters (laughs) because everybody else is going to be purchasing them. I don't really know how much of an impact, like quote, not purchasing something would, would really have, um, on a multi, I guess, billion dollar company. But, um, I just, I want to say that I think they could have done this better. I think they could have done it in a way that was true to what the happy planner is. And like with their own look rather than borrowing from another shop. That's what I'll say about it. Yeah, I completely agree. And, um, we have also had a few people in the DMS just say like, have you mentioned the fact that, you know, the happy planner art does look a lot like clip art lately. It's, um, showing yeah. up in, you know, yeah. a lot of, um, smaller shops, sticker books are, you know, having some of the same graphics. And I know sure. that, you know, anybody there, you know, there is a place where you can buy those kinds of graphics and anybody can make a sticker book if you have the money to produce it. Um, but you know, I don't really know what to say about that. I miss the days. I mean, if you want to talk about like nostalgia, like I miss the days of like Stephanie and Hannah and like, Mm-hmm. the design the people that like design stuff for them it seemed like back when they were drawing like the squad girls and um you know but even like some of those squad girls images had shown up on some other things that are not happy planner branded like right. I saw- they they used clip art well in advance of the purchase they have all all brands use clip art ec okay. uses clip art the happy planner uses clip art Heather Kell uses clip art. And I don't think that changes a dang thing with the quality of stickers that they are producing. I think that clip art is like a tool, right? Right. For them to be able to add into their repertoire of creativity. And I don't think that, like, I really dislike when people are shading businesses and companies for using something that might be an easy grab, like clip art, that might really help them to produce things quicker because the same people who are going to say those things are also going to turn around and say, well, they didn't have a release this time because they didn't produce things fast enough because it was hand-drawn. Yeah, I can see it. I can see all the sides. Yeah. So I am pro clip art. Like if you are a shop that uses clip art, rock on with your bad self. That will not keep me from being a consumer. Okay. How about the concerns that I have seen out there in the planner streets that the paper recently has been subpar worse than usual 
it's either the paper or it's the adhesive on the stickers because what's happening is the stickers are not pulling up like they used to. Um, okay. it doesn't bother me in a big way. Like it's definitely noticeable. Um, but I'm also not like a paper connoisseur either. Like put printer paper in my planner and I'll probably still use it. Um, I'm not really like tied to paper like that. Um, but I, and I, if I need to move a sticker, I will just cover it. If I know that it's going to be a problem or something like that, or just plan it out. I don't know. It doesn't impact me in a big way, but I can see how it could impact other people. Well, for me, I have not ever once made a YouTube video where I did a plan with me where I didn't have to pull up like 10 stickers. Like that's like yeah. kind of my MO. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've well, been doing I, that too. I put I've them down crooked. crooked. Like there's just, I, I can't, every time I put them down crooked every time. Um, so <laughs> that's just how it goes. <laughs> I, not being able to pull them up is a problem. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, but I mean, what would people rather have? Like the, the customers who purchase happy planner, typically I won't say everyone, but the customers who purchase happy planner are typically looking for a deal. A lot of people like to shop the clearance sales. A lot of people like it because it costs less than an EC or a plum paper or something like that. Would they, and consumers of the happy planner, you can answer this question too, in the DMS or whatever. Um, would you pay $60 for a happy planner with let's say EC paper quality, would that be something you would do? Or would you rather keep it at that bargain price point and have it available in your local craft stores at that bargain price point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something to think about. Well, and I haven't lately like experienced this because I haven't put a sticker on a page in like six months. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I will say that as a person who uses the happy planner, but okay. I know that it bothers other people. So you can say it doesn't bother you. So that's all right. Well, because I have heard it, I've heard it said a couple of times and you know, I don't really hear much of anything. <laughs> I think the only drama and tea that we like is on married, married at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So married at first sight and guys, I've been trying to get Caitlin on this, but she says she can't before go wild. Y'all got to watch love is blind. I can't take on another TV show. I have a zero time, but like, okay. So I'm a little bit mad. Oh, snap. I'm a little bit mad that like you and Allison got me hooked on married at first sight. Mm-hmm. And when I've watched all of the episodes of that and there's no more, I'm like, I need more of this. So I'm like <laughs> looking at like 90 day fiance and like, that one is good. I've watched that one. And yeah. I'm like, no, I can't start watching these shows. Like that's that, uh, because like I'm, I'm almost finished with love is blind season one. And I'm caught up on season two already. So, um, then there is a love is blind Japan that just came out on Netflix that looks interesting too. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like I, I don't know why I like all of these like dating and relationship and marriage shows because I have no interest in getting married at all. Well, it's so interesting to see other people's relationship structures. I think like, and I don't think it's about comparison necessarily, but it's like, well, what works for other people? You know, well, and what happens when you throw two people together and you're like, well, now you're together forever. <laughs> it's like, I watch these people like, especially on love is blind. And I'm sure that some of our listeners have seen that too, but like, it's like their most, the most important thing in their lives is to get married. Hmm. Okay. Like, and I'm not just saying like the women, like the men yeah. on the show, it's like, they are talking to these people in these pods. They can't see them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they hardly even know each other. And they're already talking about like, well, how many kids do you want? And like, I mean, like they're, it's like they're auditioning just spouses. Mm-hmm. And 
it's like now that I've been in, you know, one real marriage and then one relationship that was very similar to marriage. I'm just kind of like, you know, this is not getting married and somebody, this is a quote from somebody. So I did, I'm not stealing this, but getting married is not the hardest thing that you'll ever do. Mm -hmm. It's true. And people act like it's this huge thing. Like when is this ever going to happen for me? And it's just like, it's really not that hard. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm watching all these people and when I watch them on these shows, I'm like, maybe it is hard because of these people, like these, it's hard for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like some of these people are married at first sight. It's like, okay, so you're 36 and you've never been married. Um, you've never been engaged and now you're ready to marry a stranger on a reality show. Like these people have some, some stuff going on. Well, and like, I think, (laughs) speaking as someone who got married at 24 and who like idealized being married and having kids. Like I, you know, I thought marriage was going to be what is presented in the movies and it is not. And everyone's marriage is unique. And I think like deviating from what is considered quote normal in your marriage is like really scary sometimes. But when these people come into these shows and they have these idealized versions of marriage, I don't know. I just feel like maybe you have a a different area of growth that you should do before you jump into something else with somebody. Yeah. And I, I think that it's like, I'm watching, I'm watching these shows and no, I totally understand that. Like people want to get married and have kids. Like that's how we keep the world running. But you Um, can also choose a different relationship structure and still have kids. Right. But it's kind of like when it's the same as when you have a baby. Okay. Like hear me out. That whole like falling in love, getting engaged, having a wedding, that is like an, an event. You know, that's a thing that you like strive for in your life. Like that you, you know, they say like all oh, girls dream about their weddings, their whole lives and all this kind of stuff. It's like, people really want that. They want that engagement ring, that moment when somebody asks you to marry them, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like that all those things that you want is so romantic and wonderful. And your friends are there and you're drinking and you're celebrating and there's a bachelorette party and it's just a great time. But it's like, it's the same as when you have a baby. It's so exciting to have that new baby, but nobody talks to you about what the baby's like when it's 12. Right. Nobody talks to you about the random Tuesday where you're watching X-Files reruns with your husband and you've been married for 10 years. Yes. No one talks about what the marriage is like when it's 12. It's like people just get so excited about the engagement and the parties and the, and the wedding, but it's like fast forward 12 years, nobody like gets excited about that. And that's what, that's the most, that's the biggest part of your life. It's not the wedding. It's the meat of the marriage. It's the yeah. meat of the marriage. It's like, I remember when I married Andy, my mother tried. So she drugged me through wedding planning. I was like, I have, I'm, I'm not here. a bride. I do not, I'm not interested in this. And looking back now, it's probably because I didn't really want to be married, but at the same time, I wanted a marriage, not a wedding. Yeah, exactly. I know. I tell that to people all the time. And I know that some people, you know, want to have photos and whatever of their big wedding and their white dress. And, but I always advocate to younger brides and younger people who are in relationships, please just have a small wedding and do a banging vacation and put some money aside and buy yourself a house or rent a really expensive apartment. If you have money for that. And put that money into your life instead of this one day for other people, like bring your 10 best friends to Hawaii, stand on a beach and then party afterwards. Yeah. I cannot say enough about the importance of the honeymoon and you're going to have a huge wedding budget. 
a large portion of that budget should go towards the trip that you take with your new spouse when you're married. Right. Because that is a very important trip. Like Andy and I, that was the best trip ever. Like we had so much fun on that trip. Mm -hmm. Um, We went to Vegas. (laughs) Yeah. And we had years of our marriage where we were in love and it was wonderful. So like now that I'm divorced, I don't want to say like, you know, you and Andy are still really good friends. Like, you know, you guys still have a relationship. Yes. But watching all of these people on these shows that it's like, I'm so ready to be a bride. I'm so ready to be a wife. No, you're not. I'm like, like, you're not, you're not ready. And like, when they look at each other and, you know, in these like tense moments and he's like, I don't think you're ready to be married. Well, nobody's ready to be married. Nobody. No, because you can, you can read all the books. You can go to premarital counseling. You can meet with other couples who are married and you will never know what the inside of your marriage is going to look like. And it's the same exact thing when people can, you can read all the parenting books. You can take all the pregnancy classes. You can know that inside and out, but nobody in their right mind can ever describe to you what newborn stage tired feels like (laughs) I mean there's just these things you can never know until you walk through and it's like you know people try to be so prepared and want to be ready for things because there's people that really do try to get all their ducks in a row before they do Uh big life things but you know I I just you can't know it until you walk through it I think that there I am a believer in marriage I think that marriage is awesome okay Mm -hmm. getting divorced and then things not working out with Jamie and all this kind of stuff does not change my opinion of that Mm-hmm. I just don't know if that's my goal anymore. Yeah. You know, because when I, when Andy and I split up and I met Jamie, it was like so easy for us to slip back into a married kind of life because that's what we both knew before. Right. So, you know, now I just know that there's other ways to live and that's okay. Right. Well, and there's other ways to do marriage. Like, I think that is what Brian and I had the biggest problems in our relationship with, because we were following this prescription pattern of what marriage was supposed to look like. And it doesn't look like that for us. And it works better for us when it doesn't look like that. Yeah. And I do think that marriage can look different for different couples. Exactly. Well, and people say things like, don't go to bed angry. Like that is the biggest crock that I think I've ever heard. Please take some space and talk about it in the morning when you're not tired. Like, please. Come on, guys. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's things like that. Um, but I just it is I am starting to get like really into those kinds of shows. And I really just sit there and look at the people and just go, gosh, y'all are dumb. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, well, and watching them communicate because everybody says this and it sounds so cliche, but you have to be able to have full open, radical, transparent communication with your partner, or it's going to go left super fast like that. If I could give anybody a marriage tip, that's the one. Yeah, I agree. And you have to know what good communication really looks like, because I thought that Jamie and I communicated well, Mm -hmm. you know, and me just feeling like I could bring up concerns with him. That's not all that communication is about listening is important as well. Yes. And then acting. Yes. Okay. Because you can communicate your needs to somebody all day and they Mm -hmm. can be super sweet to you and nice and say, Oh yes, I hear you. I hear your concerns. I agree with you. And then go about their life and do absolutely nothing to fix any of that stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he was real nice to me when I had a problem, mm-hmm. but he just didn't fix the problems. Right. So I was free to come to him with any concerns, but no, there was never going to be anything done about it. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I'm not trying to like <laughs> get off topic here. Are with you dragging me. Jamie? Is this a dragging yeah. Jamie episode? No, it's not. I mean, there's been a lot this week that's kind of, you know, reaffirmed my decision. Yeah. But I've also cried a lot this week. Sure. Um, and I feel like that's very healing and healthy. And sometimes, yeah. I mean, I talk about my husband and I talk about all the glowing things that he does. And I joke that he annoys me and stuff. And, but there are real moments where I'm sitting on the couch crying by myself too. Yeah. I, I, I do not recommend leaving someone that you still love. Like that is, you know, zero out of 10 stars, <laughs> zero out of 10. It is terrible. I hate it. I mean, there were, there were nights this week where I just, I missed him so bad at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't just mean like, you know, for adult cuddle stuff. I mean, like just like the the company, the company, you know, like, and just, but then other stuff happened and I was like, never mind. (laughs) And then you looked around your beautiful house with your Taylor Swift blankets and you're like, this is better. This is definitely better. (laughs) Like today, the kids and I looked around the house and they were like, gosh, we had trash this place this week. And I was like, yeah, it never used to get like that at Jamie's. (laughs) And, uh, and they were like, yeah, but we'd rather it be messy and live here. So sweet. Yeah. They're so happy. They're so happy. It's so good for them. We had such a great week. Mm. Um, yeah. So everything is really good. And, um, next week or this week, that's coming up like the week of this Monday, um, yeah. is go wild prep. You've got all your car stuff to do and I've got everything to do. Yep. My, uh, strapless bra is arriving on Monday. So I'll be ready <laughs> to go. Wait, what are you wearing with a strapless bra? I have, um, like a leopard print tank that's like low in the back and, um, like has spaghetti straps and Ooh. I can't wear my, I can't wear my over the shoulder boulder holder <laughs> <laughs> with that one. Yeah. And see, I'm over here just like, where is the good bra? <laughs> the good bra? I know the ladies need to be ready to roll. Well, I mean, you know, you always have that one bra that's like your favorite. Yes, you do. And I have been trying to accumulate more that are the same kind of like that one so that I can have more than just one that I like the torrid bras hands down with the, what do they call it? Back smoothing. Those are my favorite bras of life. I have one of those in my bra drawer, but I've never taken the tag off of it. Try it on and see if it's your good bra because the back smoothing incredible. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Me too. I like a smooth back. I like my it. back is bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Did you ever, have you ever had a bra that like you are putting off, putting on like a bra extender or going to the next size and it like rolls into itself into one of your, like, we call them bunnies around here, but they're like love handles. Yeah. <laughs> one of bunnies. Yeah. Are like, there was one, one night this week I was like, why do I feel so uncomfortable? And I was sitting on the couch and it's because my bra had ridden up my back so far that like my left boob was kind of falling out the side of the bra. And I was just like, why am I even wearing this? It's not working. (laughs) It's not doing its job. Oh my gosh. Do you ever wake up from a nap and like you're wearing a bra and you're like laying on your side and one boob has fallen completely out of it? Yes. But the cup still magically stands up as if there is a breast inside of it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And you wake up and you're like, whoa, that must've been a really good nap. (laughs) 
like, wow, it looks like there's two right here together. Cause the one is, it's just a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're having- <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do we have anything else? Let's check the notes. Oh, what else do we have? Okay. The meetup, the happy planner release. No, that is the notes. That's it. Unless you have any recommendations for this week. Oh yes. Okay. So recommendations. Do you have any recommendations? Are you ready? Can't say that I do. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I recommend love is blind. I meant to say that. I mean, I've, I said that earlier. Oh, um, I do. I do have a recommendation actually. You do? Okay. Well, cause I need to think about my two for a second. So, okay. I have one. It's a clothing recommendation. Ooh, nice. Let's hear it. Okay. So at Torrid, they make this thing called a sleep legging or a sleep jogger. And I have never loved a pair of pants more and they have them in so many patterns and you could even put boots on with them and sometimes wear them out of the house if necessary. <laughs> um, so yes, highly recommend sleep legging, sleep jogger from Torrid, the best thing I've ever put on my body. Well, you keep telling me to get them, but I'm scared. Please do it. I'm bringing some to go wild as one of my two pajama options. <laughs> oh, I need to get on. Yeah. I need to get on my pajamas for sure. Like I have no, I, I have a lot to do this week, y'all. <laughs> I'm whining. <laughs> I really don't want to do it all. There's a lot of packages. I know. And then I see you on Instagram with your picture of your suitcases. And I'm like, this, this, mm, mm, this is not a friend here. <laughs> it's motivation. <laughs> like this person is rubbing it in that she's like, I'm packed. And she's like, oh, I'm just bringing all my spring clothes. <laughs> clothes fit you. <laughs> oh yeah. I have two pairs of shorts, a skirt, just all of my cute summer clothes that I can't wear right now. So here we come LA, California, here we come. Well, I'm going to wear leggings and dresses. Beautiful. I know that's your jam. And that is going to be it. Um, and I might no. I'm only going to probably bring one pair of shoes. Just my Birkenstocks. Yeah. I'm bringing my Birkenstocks. That's all I'm bringing. That's it. Mine are knockoffs from target. Oh, well, I found an incredible deal that I snagged on Amazon recently. So yes. Well, Man, I think we did it. All right. I think that's the show. Yes, absolutely. So if you want to find Caitlin, you can find her at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram. Um, and you can also find her on YouTube and Patreon as creating in chaos. And she has a teaching Instagram that is chaos in the classroom. So go over there if you want some teaching stuff and you can hang out with her ducks at ducking chaos underscore official. She also hangs out on the spice chaos podcast, Instagram, And um, you can hear her with me on Mondays every week, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes. And if you'd like to find Leanne, you can find her at Spiced Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. And then you can also find her on Spiced Horizons um, over on Instagram playing Animal Crossing. And you can find her right here with me every Monday. I keep wanting to say Friday, but no Fridays, only Mondays. And then you can also find her over on the at Spice Chaos podcast, Instagram, making all of the beautiful cards for all of our beautiful guests. Yes, that is us guys. So thank you so much for listening. Um, gosh, Go Wild is getting really close. So true. And one last announcement before we close, we yeah. will be having Annabelle from the Curvy Planner as our next guest. And so that will be our next episode. We're really excited. She's booked and on the books and we're ready to go. Yes, I love her. So All right, everybody, y'all have a great week and, um, you know, just be nice to each other um, and stay kind and hope that the temperatures are okay where you are and all the things. And uh, 
Yeah. We'll talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.